Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals get tripped up by the Flyers. Post-game reaction from T.J. Oshie and Garnet Hathaway and Samantha Pell from the Washington Post will join us. Good morning, everybody. Today is Thursday, January 12th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way in a Capital One arena. The Capitals lost for the first time in three games this season to Philadelphia last night at Wells Fargo Center by a final score of 5-3. to three. The loss was also Washington's second in regulation in their last three. Philadelphia scored twice to take a 2-1 to one lead to the dressing room after one last night. A power play goal from Scott Lawton at 7:26, and then Travis Konechny in the final minute of the frame, just 21 seconds after Garnet Hathaway picked up his sixth goal of the season for the Caps. Philly fired 15 first-period shots at Darcy Kemper on the way to a one-goal lead after 20 minutes. After a scoreless second, the teams traded goals in the third. Philadelphia got the first two from Owen Tippett and Konechny before Marcus Johansson and TJ Oshie scored to make the score 4-3. to But Konechny would finish off a hat trick into an empty net, rounding out the scoring. 5-3 to your final. After the game, Oshie said his team had trouble finding time and space against the guys in orange. Yeah, they did a good job tonight. I think uh, pressuring, they're playing hard, they're checking hard. Doing a pretty good job trying to keep us, I think, to the exterior in the in the ozone, and we struggled a little bit breaking out, breaking the puck out, and moving it down the ice and and getting it deep. So, not definitely not our best. Hathaway also said afterward that space on the ice was tough to find. I thought they defended really tight tonight. I think they kept us to the exterior a little bit more than we wanted to. You know, they they clog it up in the middle. They block a lot of shots, and I think what we want to do is is try and get more shots in and, and break down their coverage a little bit and. You know, I think we started doing it in the third period and, and how we wanted to play, and um, we just came up short. So the first half of the home-and-home home with Philadelphia now complete. The two teams going to meet again Saturday night at Capital One Arena. Joining us here this morning for some hockey chatter is Samantha Pell. On Anthony Mantha, the goalies in the first half, Eric Gustafson, and more. Well, Sam, always great to chat with you here. Thanks for joining us here this morning. Anthony Mantha out for a second consecutive game as a healthy scratch. And the way that things have gone with his team this season, it seems like there's always somebody getting hurt. Maybe it's not something that's long-term. But as it stands right now, with the Caps trying to get Backstrom in the fold and Wilson in the fold and everybody else playing pretty well, this might not be the easiest lineup to get back into. Yeah, I think it's going to be really hard, honestly, to crack back into this lineup. I mean, you look at the guys that, you know, we can say kind of beat him out. You know, it's Sonny Milano who has played well in this last little bit of stretch here. And I think Mantha's kind of said it himself the other day. He said he needs to work on his work ethic. I mean, if Mantha knows that, the team knows that, Peter Laviolette knows that. So I think overall that's not, you know, a flip of the switch. Oh, my work ethic is finally, you know, arrived. And so I think it is going to take some time for Mantha to kind of get his game back where the coaches trust him and Mantha trusts the coaches. So we'll see where it goes. But it wouldn't surprise me if this is a week, maybe week and a half long thing or 
or maybe even longer. As far as problems to have, it's certainly not a bad one when you've got healthy bodies, something this team really hasn't had a whole lot of. It's the second half of the season, maybe just a little bit of a first-half recap here of sorts and things that you've liked and things that maybe the Caps are trying to improve as they get toward the deadline. The goaltending has been terrific. Darcy Kemper now leading the NHL in shutouts. Charlie Lundgren maybe saving this team in the month of December. They've been the strength that I think Brian McClellan hoped they would be when he went out and got them this summer. I think Charlie's been the dark horse from day one with this team. I think everyone kind of knew what Darcy Kemper was coming into this, but Caps went and they signed this guy, Charlie Lindgren, for three years, and you're thinking, okay, you know, he was good in St. Louis, but what is he really going to do in Washington? And now you look at him and what he's done in his body of work. I agree with you that he saved their season in December. He was the catalyst when Kemper went out and the team needed a boost, and all of a sudden they had that great record in December, and Charlie was behind it. So I think it's great that he's playing well. We'll see what happens for the second half of the season, obviously, and I don't even know if we want to talk about playoffs, but when that comes, what's that going to look like? So I think overall, Charlie's been great. He just needs to kind of keep it going with Darcy now getting the majority of the starts. Going out in the offseason and saying, identifying guys that you would say they can do more than they've done in recent years and getting them at a team-friendly rate. Eric Gustafson, my goodness, for less than a million bucks for what he's done and now in the absence of John Carlson. And I always felt like that was kind of the reason they brought him in anyway, just to be, hey, if Johnny misses a week or two, somebody that can plug in. Well, he's going to be a lot more than that now. I just find it so kind of funny and shocking. I don't even know if those are the right words, but to see kind of his offensive stretch in these last few weeks, I think it's been really, really good for this team to find, you're right, kind of a replacement John Carlson, if you will. And obviously he still has some areas of the ice that he needs to work on defensively. He's admitted it multiple times this season that he's trying to gain coaches trust and kind of get into that, if you will. But I think him with TVR as a pairing has worked great. And yeah, we're going to see again, how far can this kind of go, right? It's not going to be magic and roses all throughout the year, but at least for right now and when the Caps need him, he's been there. Sonny Milano, I said this with Tark the other day, and I just think that it fits going back to 2018 when the Caps had Brett Connolly, who had come in after washing out in Tampa Bay, washing out in Boston, a top 10 pick. Sonny Milano feels like this year's Brett Connolly to me, where you come in on an extremely team-friendly deal. It might be his last chance. He's playing like it is, and when a guy with sitting now at $5.7 million in Anthony Mantha, he's making a league minimum and he stays, and he deserves to because he's done a tremendous job. I think he's been incredible, and I think his teammates also realized that. I was talking to Kuznetsov the other day, and Kuznetsov actually said that when Sonny was let go of his PTO in Calgary, he immediately thought, wow, like what a steal for whoever team is going to pick up Sonny Milano. And two weeks later, Washington gets him, and now Kuznetsov Milano on a line together. And Kuzi just really loved his offensive abilities, how creative he was. Obviously very similar to Kuznetsov in that sense, but I just think Milano's kind of won over the guys that he needs to kind of win over by the way that he plays and the way he works hard. He doesn't just show the flashes of offense and then does nothing, he's trying on the back check. He, maybe he doesn't always get there, but he is trying, and I think that counts for a lot in this league. Last one for you, just the assimilation back into the lineup of Tom Wilson and Nick Backstrom. It's not an automatic. I think we saw that in the Columbus game where they both got about 14 minutes, a shot each. Backstrom takes a penalty, but the timing, it takes some time. It's not going to happen in a game, two games. It may take a couple of weeks to get back up to speed, certainly for Wilson and maybe Nick even longer, but it is a work in progress. 
success. And I think that's something that we keep in mind moving forward. Definitely. I think when you look at these guys, it's two guys who haven't played the whole entire first half of the season and they spent whole summers rehabbing, right? It's not like all of a sudden, you know, they're super healthy yesterday. They come out today and they're going to score five goals in five games. I think everyone has to kind of set their expectations a little lower. I know Tom was saying the other day that, no, he wants expectations as high as they were when he first got injured. But I think for everyone else, outside of Tom. Everyone needs to kind of take it slow, kind of understand where these guys are at. And Nick even said the other day, yeah, the conditioning maybe isn't 100% there. I mean, he's also coming off of COVID. There's a lot of different things. But anyone jumping in, again, to a, a season where you've already played 40-plus games, there's going to be some time. It's like trying to catch a moving train. <laughs> Sam, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Always great to have Samantha on the show to give us her perspective. The team has a full day off today. So we're going to be off tomorrow here on the show. Back with you Monday morning, bright and early. And next week is crazy busy. With a game on the road against the Islanders Monday, a home game against Minnesota Tuesday, and a long western swing starting Thursday at Arizona against the Coyotes. We'll have it all covered for you next week right here on Caps This Morning. It's the Caps and Philadelphia Flyers Saturday at 7 Eastern, 645 air on 1067 A Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Heard at CapsRadio247.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.